Welcome to season three of the Junior Hereford Show, where young Hereford enthusiasts unite to learn, lead, and achieve. I'm your host, Tar Tut, and I'm excited to bring you the stories, tips, and inspiration that you'll need to grow as leaders and take on the future of the beef industry. Welcome back to uh, another episode of the Junior Hereford Show podcast. I have the absolute privilege and honor uh, to interview uh, Kari Brumley uh, from Orvada, Nevada. That's that's a tongue twister, if I do say so myself. So um, before we get started or, or go any deeper into uh, the meat and potatoes of the podcast, uh, I'm just going to allow Carrie to introduce herself, uh, tell us where she's from. Uh, how she grew up in the Hereford industry uh, and what her family's operation is about. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I actually, we've been raising Herefords. My dad, um, I'm a second generation Hereford breeder. My dad grew up um, showing and raising Herefords. And when my mom and him got married, we had a small operation when I started. I was probably six or seven years old. I got my first Hereford show heifer. And um, it just became my passion. And so they kind of built off of that. And um, my sister and I and my brother, my brother didn't show as much, but my sister and I showed quite a bit. And so my parents kind of fueled their passion for expanding their Hereford herd from kind of us kids really wanting to show as well. And so when I was 13 years old, we actually moved our operation to Orvada, Nevada. I actually grew up in Central California. Um, and so we moved our operation to Orvada, Nevada to expand our farming part of the ranch and to expand our Herefords as well. And so I actually got to go to my first Hereford Junior National in 2000 in Tulsa, which was the first combined Junior National. And so I've actually been to every single one since. Um, so we've kind of grown from there. We started having a production sale after I finished showing um, and then we've kind of built from there. So not only did I get to grow up in the Herford industry, I've kind of got to stay connected through the juniors that now we mentor and help along the way. No, that is awesome. Um, prior to this interview, I was actually interviewing, um, Kevin Brady and, um, the 2000 junior nationals is actually Brady's first junior nationals as well. So that's um, awesome. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he had a lot of great things to say and, uh, about just that first junior nationals and the merger and all that. Um, so you said you grew up in California, um, mm -hmm. and I know there's a lot of, um, how do you say it, commodities or like produce and, mm -hmm. and things grown in California. Did you and your family, uh, have anything to do with that? Yes. So my family actually farmed rice alongside the Herefords. So we actually had a fairly small Hereford herd of probably 30 or 40 cows. And then um, we were mainly farming rice. Um, and then it just got hard with the water and everything um, in California with all of the, um, with the drought. And, um, and so we just felt like a move was necessary to be able to expand our herd and be able to do the things that we wanted to do. And so um, we actually expanded. Now we're running close to 200 um, her registered Hereford cows and um, farming um, several thousand acres of hay as well. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. I um, don't have much experience in California. I know um, 
oh gosh, I want to say back in 2017 was my very first time to California. And I was like in Modesto and like the Gustine area uh, for a forage exchange mm-hmm. trip. And I thought it was beautiful. And I'm actually going to California uh, to judge a show. So uh, I get to go back. But um, a, a thing that I found interesting when I was in California was I, when we were driving around, we drove past a gas station and I saw fuel was like, three four dollars back in 2017 (laughs) and I was like over my dead body is that going to get that high wherever I'm from well lo and behold you know times change and and inflation happens so um yeah I was just like there's no way that we will ever see four dollar gas in the midwest um wherever I'm from so um could you just tell us a little bit about what the NJHA means to you and, you know, how the connections and, and the opportunities that have been presented through the NJHA, uh, you know, how, how they've sh- kind of shaped who you are today and shaped your family and your siblings to who, who they are? Um, it's, I like that you said opportunities because that is kind of the first word that comes to my mind when I think of the NJHA. Um, I was 10 years old, um, well, actually nine or 10 years old when I went to my very first junior national Hereford Expo. And I can still remember the friendships and um, all the opportunities that just started there. And my sister joined me in going to her first one the following year in Billings, Montana. And um, just the goals that you make and the people that you meet and the experiences that you get to experience that um, kids don't get to experience all the time. And I just think that's really powerful. Um, I was really shy. My sister is not as shy as I am. And so I just remember kind of getting to find my own niche and finding my own place and being able to talk in front of groups of people. We were both delegates for our state. Um, We were usually the only ones from our state in Nevada once we moved. And so being able to talk in groups and being able to learn those things that you need to have to be an adult. Um, as a fourth grade teacher, I see so many kids that haven't even gotten to leave that our little town. And it's so sad to me, the opportunities that I've been given to go to a different city almost every year and um, getting to experience things and getting to go to new places and see different things. I can remember um, at one of my first or second ones, we were in the pool after one of the long days and um, we were taught, the kids were like talking about accents and we were saying, <laughs> And they were like, they told us, I can't remember what, how they described our accent, but it was just funny. Like those experiences, like there's some kids that have never even gotten to hear, you know, a different accent. And I just think that's really, really powerful. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, um, I was telling, uh, Kevin and Brady as well, that, uh, I I grew up a shy kid and the rest of my family was outgoing. And, um, if it wasn't for, uh, me going to my first junior national Hereford Expo and, you know, kind of just getting out of my shell, um, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be who I am today. I mean, uh, if people see me, I'm a very high energy, very loud, enthusiastic person. And I just like love life or attempt to love life uh, just because, you know, it, it's it, life is not that serious is kind of what I try to tell myself. So like you said, uh, just going to, to junior nationals and having those opportunities uh, is just something so, so incredibly special. And I think, like you said, um, your fourth grade teacher and some of your kids have never had the chance to to leave the state or even your town. 
Um, I think that could certainly uh, be a challenge at times for, for those kids uh, growing up just because they don't have the same opportunities that uh, not only the kids in the cattle industry have, uh, but more importantly, the kids in the Hereford industry as well. Um, could you could you tell us uh, maybe a little bit about one of your favorite memories, um, a highlight of your show career, uh, something that that just makes you smile or maybe tear up a little bit when you think about it? Um, I think that one's pretty easy for me. Um, when I went to my first Hereford Junior National, I actually won in 2000, I won Pee Wee Showmanship. And I can still remember leaving there and I, my parents, we were on our way home and they were like, so do you want to do this again next year? And I said, yeah. And I told them, I said, my biggest goal is that I want to win all four divisions of the showmanship contest. And so in, um, I actually did accomplish that goal. Oh, that is awesome. My that second awesome. to last year. So I believe in 2010, uh-huh. don't pull me. I'm believe it was 2010. (laughs) I actually, um, won senior showmanship and I can still remember my dad running to hug me. And he was, he told me in my ear, he's like, you did it that you won all four, uh, you know, you surpassed Uh, that goal. And I will never, there's nothing that will ever replace that memory. And there's nothing that, um, will ever replace, um, that smile on his face and my, my, both my parents' faces. And, um, the tears and all of the things that go with that. Um, our family works really hard at what we do and I've had to, um, work really hard for everything that I've wanted. Mm -hmm. And so when you are able to accomplish goals that you set, um, at that level, it makes it pretty exciting. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, uh, I'm, I'm a whole lot like you. I got a little later start in the cattle industry and showing, but, um, showmanship ultimately became like one of my biggest passions. And one of my biggest things that I was like, I, uh, you know, I'm not always going to show the greatest one, but, uh, if there's one thing that I can do, I'm going to make sure I can stick one. And, um, it, like you, one of my favorite memories actually happened in uh, grand Island. It was my second junior nationals and, um, set a goal for myself that morning. I'm like, I'm going to do good in showmanship. If I get pulled and if I make it to my, to the finals, like awesome. And, you know, I just kept getting pulled and come back to the uh, finals as semifinals and finally made it to the finals. And, um, uh, you know, they're, they're going one through 10 and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, I don't even care if I'm in the top 10, I'm out here with an incredible (laughs) set of kids. Like I'm so pumped. And they just kept going down, kept going down, kept going down. And at that point, I'm just, you know, very lax. And they get to the reserve and they're walking towards me. And I'm just like, what? You know, just mind blown. And I start breaking down and start crying. It's like, (laughs) oh, my gosh, like I met one of my goals. And, and, you know, ever since then, it's kind of just been a goal of mine to, to, to compete at a high level and make sure that that I surround myself with uh, high caliber people. uh, And I know that I can find that within the Hereford breed. Um, You and your family uh, have obviously been involved in the Hereford industry uh, for quite some time. Uh, What's the impact that, that, that it's made 
uh, not only on you, but your siblings or even your parents as well from their perspective, uh, if you can speak on their their part, um, how it's impacted uh, your lives? Um, I think that as a whole, um, it's made an impact in a way that's brought us to the, it brought us to the next level. Um, when you get to compete at that level and you get to, um, be surrounded by people that are the best, it forces you to become better. And I think that we've all, especially my siblings and I have all become better humans because of it, because we've been surrounded by the best. And when you find mentorship and people that are better than you, um, you're only going to get better yourself. And I think that I can speak for my whole family in saying that I think it's made us all better and it's made us all strive for more and want for more and want to be better and want to do better and want to raise better cattle. And I think that that's the one really powerful thing about the Hereford breed and the Hereford industry is that we are a family and we all work together to be and make ourselves better all the time. And so I just think that's really, really powerful. And I don't think that all breed associations can speak to that. Now, I'm so glad that you said the word family and you saw me light up when you said that just because like every single podcast or every single recording or interview that I've done, uh, I, I haven't even, I, I've never had to say the Hereford family. Um, it, it's almost like it's ingrained in everyone's head because it, it truly is a, a family and um, it, it, that's what you said, you know, we, that's what makes the Hereford breed so unique and so incredibly special uh, for our junior members, uh, but more importantly, our, our adult members who who found a love and passion in a home at a young age that they wanted to stay uh, within the breed and, you know, raise their kids in it and, and show them what it's like uh, to be competitive and, and be involved within the breed. Uh, so, mm -hmm. This is going to be your second year to do a donation heifer or how many years have you all been be doing the that? the second year. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the heifer, uh, her, her background and uh, why you guys donate or uh, support the foundation one campaign and, and what it means to you. So this year, our Haifa foundation um, heifer, her name is Barbara. And it's kind of funny. We bought her mother some, from some friends of ours out in California, Harrison Livestock, and um, her number happened to be 2020. And so we always <laughs> joked that it was Barbara Walters on 2020. <laughs> and so it just kind of stuck. And so um, she was already registered. We didn't change her name, but yeah. um, we just made that a cow family. And so um, she's a real Bravo daughter um, out of a three-year-old Montgomery daughter that we call Barbara. And um, we just picked her. She's very quiet temperament. And um, we wanted to pick something to represent our um, our lot that represents what we try to do, which is build around cow families that work, that are able to make it any type of climate, any type of um, terrain. We live in the high desert of Nevada. And so we are at about 5,000 elevation. Um, and so our cows are expected to produce at that level without a lot of supplemental feed um, and they have to cover a lot of ground. And so we picked a female that we feel represents um, what we work on, on mothering ability, utter quality and those types of things. And so we thought that she fit the bill quite well. Um, and to answer your second question, 
We support the Hereford Youth Foundation because we want to give back what we've been given. Um, and it's really important to us to be able to, even if we make a difference in one kid's life because of the, um, because of that, we're going to be happy. And I'm sure it's going to change many lives and give many other kids opportunities. But Absolutely. if just one kid gets to have the opportunities that I got, I think that's pretty remarkable. Absolutely. I don't think you could have said it any better. Um, the word opportunities. Um, I think oftentimes uh, we we take it for granted. And I, I say we because um, I'm just a recent graduate uh, of the Junior Hereford program, and uh, we don't realize uh, the opportunities that are presented to us. Um, there are so many resources that, that the NJHA and the Hereford breed uh, presents to its youth, and just oftentimes we don't see the value in that uh but i feel like one, once once the younger generation you know kind of sees the value in that and gets hooked by it uh, i think the hereford breed even though it's a force to be reckoned with now uh, i think our juniors uh will be uh, the best leaders within the beef industry and, and will be uh taking charge uh, of what uh, what is happening um did you ever uh ha have uh a scholarship through Haifa or been supported by Haifa? Yes, I have my last year um, before I went to college. And actually I received two, the actually my second to last year and my last year. And so I was very fortunate to be able to be supported by the Haifa Foundation. And so that's also another reason why it's important to me to be able to give that back. Absolutely. Yeah. I I'm right there with you. I mean, I was so fortunate to to have out have had the opportunities on, and, and be presented uh, to scholarships through Haifa. And uh, I truly don't think, and it sounds so cliche because I feel like everyone says it, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for this. But if anyone knows my backstory and where I came from, like it, it's, it, it rings so true uh, to who I am. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to add that, that I didn't uh, ask or or that you'd like to talk about? Um, I don't think so, but I would just like to thank you for the time to um, interview me and ask me these questions. The Herford Absolutely. Association and the National Junior Herford Association especially has made such an impact on my life. And so um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to get to sit down with you and, and chat and share a little bit of my story um, and show how much it's meant to me. And, and I hope that the juniors listening, um, I hope that they do come to the national, even if it's their first one or if it's their second one. And I hope they, even if they can learn and take away one thing to keep them driven to come back. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. And um, one thing before we depart, what is, uh, actually it's going to be two questions. What is your favorite quote? And what is some advice uh, that you would like to lay on the minds of our listeners? Um, so it's funny that you say that because I actually posted my favorite quote um, with my Haifa Foundation law. And so it's a quote by Denzel Washington. And it's at the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you've accomplished. It's about what you've done with those accomplishments. It's about who you've lifted up, who you've made better. It's about what you've given back. And I think that's a really powerful quote. Um, it defines me as a human and it 
um, defines what my family is about and what we stand for. And so that quote means a lot with me. Um, I know I used it twice with our heifer last year and this year, but I just couldn't find one better. And so that one really resonates with me. Absolutely. I think that's an incredible, I, I'm, I'm a quote nerd and whenever <laughs> I find one that's good, like I, I'm writing, writing it and I'm, I'm going <laughs> to use it uh, full bore all the time. So I think that's an incredible quote. Um, that could certainly res- resonate with a lot, a lot of our juniors or even anybody, period, uh, no matter uh, where you start, uh, whether it's at the bottom of the totem pole in the middle, wherever it is, um, I think it could certainly resonate with them. So, And what was your other, I'm sorry, I missed, I think oh, I no. heard, what was your other question? Uh, some advice that you'd like to lay on the minds of our, our listeners. Oh, I do have a little bit, a little bit. Oh, yes, so. please lay it on them. <laughs> Um, so I just want to reach, um, out to the Hereford juniors that are listening and, um, and anyone that, um, would like to listen as well. But one thing that I would like to share is that if you are passionate about something, whether it's the Hereford breed or something else, um, find somebody that's better than you. Um, we're never going to be best at our craft, but we can crone our craft and we can mold our craft. And so find somebody better than you and ask questions and let them mentor you. There are so many people in this industry that have lifted me up and made me the person that I am today. And I wouldn't be who I am and I wouldn't have the things that I have if it wasn't for them critiquing me and and constantly making sure that I'm the best that I can be. And so I just encourage you to find somebody that's better than you, somebody that you admire, somebody that you know is better than you and ask them questions and like I said, our Hereford breed is a family and there's a lot of people willing to help if all you have to do is ask. So don't be afraid to ask and stand up for your passion because that is how we perfect our craft. I think that that is incredible advice. And, and honestly, like I think, um, you know, speaking from experience when, when uh, w- whether it's judging or showing, um, when kids come up and ask me for advice, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you think that highly of me? Like, uh, I think it's, it's an incredible compliment to the person that you look up to, uh, to come up and ask them for help. Um, and truthfully, I've never met anybody who who's not willing to help somebody, uh, to hone in their craft and perfect their skills. So I think that is incredible advice. And like I said, speaking from, from experience, it's the greatest compliment I think anybody that you look up to can ever receive. So again, thank Absolutely. you so, so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, you will be in Reno and I will be too. So uh, awesome. I can't can, wait. Yeah, we can absolutely catch up and uh, see what the week brings. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Junior Herford Show. As always, keep embracing the Herford spirit and remember, With dedication, leadership, and continuous learning, you can achieve greatness. Until next time, keep striving for excellence in all that you do. And remember, it's a proud day, not a perfect day.